did a match in April for WrestleCon, and it was just going to be a one-off tag match. Sabu and I wrestled uh, Pentagon Jr. and his brother. And so after that, which I really didn't know when I took that booking that that was even impact. Huh. It wasn't even mentioned, you know, when uh, Scott Demore <laughs> talked to me at first. We, about the date, the price, all that. Um, and then I, I kind of... As, as it was promoted, that's where I learned it was Impact. They threw another handful of dates and said, hey, do you want to, would you be open, you know, to talking about this? Recently, he threw another handful of dates at me, so I will be with Impact till at least January. All right, cool. So, you know, it's funny. Uh, we were talking before about how you hear a lot about AEW these days, you know, and how that's going to be at war with WWE. And you don't hear a lot about Impact. Are people sleeping on Impact right now? They have been, and I've been saying that in every interview um, that's been relevant to the subject because, and I don't I don't think Impact um, should mind me talking about it, but they pay me um, a decent amount of money, and that's the reason that I'm there. That's the reason that I accept any business, right? And so I'm in a position where, um, similar to how Sting was when I was with Impact in 2010 and 2012. He was the big fish in the small pond. He didn't necessarily need to be there. He wasn't like hungry for work. They made it worth his while. And I doubt very much I'm getting Sting money, but, uh, <laughs> um, but all the other guys know that I'm getting paid. And, uh, and, and a lot of them are still paying their dues, whatever. But I don't feel any resentment. Everyone seems happy to have me there. The, cool. All the wrestlers tell me um, how cool it is to share a dressing room with me or that they, they, in fact, are wrestling because I inspired them. So, so, so it's really cool. A um, lot of love, a lot of talent there. And I've been saying just the fact that, because uh, everyone wants to skip right over Impact. Is, a, is, is AEW offered you a deal? Have they talked to you? Thing is, uh, you have to realize Impact Impact made it worth my while, so already AEW would have would have something to beat. That doesn't even go through fans' minds. They're like, dude, would you would you wrestle for them if they if they called you? It's like, well, it depends. Yeah, uh, yeah, you know yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. But I mean, it makes sense though. Why would you not want top dollar? You're putting your body on the line, you know. And I know it's it's uh, you're, you're trusting your your partners in the ring, but you know it's a lot of. Um, it's a lot of abuse on your body when you're, when you're taking those hits. So has, has there been any lasting impact or is there anything that you're trying to, to kind of, you know, avoid, help younger wrestlers avoid? Well, um, you know, I, the whole subject of uh, concussions is something that I want to keep going, you know, um, the conversation, because it's it's been shut down. It's a, it's a turnoff for the business sometimes from certain perspectives to talk about concussions, but my whole career, I didn't realize that I could be giving myself long-term damage. And now that we know that, like it, it really changes everything. You what know. Do you, what do you think about the professional athletes lately who have been opting out because of their health? A couple I, of NFL players turning I, around yeah. and getting scrutinized by the fans. Yeah. And a lot of the yeah. fans don't understand because they're like, you're at the top of your game continue to play, right. but I almost respect it in a way. I, I respect mean, it. Yeah. I totally respect it, and I think that's great because, you know, just like wrestling, in a lot of uh, niche businesses, definitely being a superstar, football's one of those where you do have to eat, sleep, breathe it. You know, you have to really want it more than anything else, and so that becomes your number one priority, yeah. right? But 
I've been wrestling 30 years, and my priorities are way different than they were back when I was 18. You know what I mean? Yeah. My friends, not so much. And so I think, like, what is wrong with these guys? Like, they still don't have any other interests except for wrestling. They have a limited window of their book, booking ability, you know, physically. And, uh, you know, and, and, and so when somebody, when someone looks at the quality of life, whether it's because of their family or whatever it is they like about life, and they put that in a, in a position where they say, you know what? I, I, I want that for my life, and they're smart enough to, to go for it as opposed to being just another meathead. I respect the hell out of that. Yeah. I really do. How many concussions do you think you've, um, you've had over the years? So several years ago, I counted 500, and I stopped counting at that. I donated my brain and spine like around 2008 to... Uh, Dr. Chris Nowinski's research in Massachusetts, you know, they he's actually looking at the brains. He's the one that made the correlation between the uh, NFL yep. uh, brains that had CTE and the wrestlers. Um, but so I did this comedy tour, which I do sometimes. We brought a camera to make a, just to record the road trip, seven days on the road. But I showed up with concussion symptoms. I had double vision. Oh, man. Yeah, so at first I thought, I'm not going to mention it. I'll wake up fine tomorrow. Right. But the symptoms didn't go away. So eventually, um, the this movie that I made and my life become about finding out what's, what's going on in my brain and chasing that down. So I made this movie. It's called Headstrong. And it ends up being about concussions because I have to go, I have to, first off, I have to throw my history into there and show, right. <laughs> show you what I've been doing. And then I go to uh, Carlin Job and, and a neurologist. I get CAT scans, MRIs, and I get checked out. And, and the viewers are living it with me. As I'm, look, as I'm going to get checked out, I'm like, all right, let's say I do have CTE. How am I going to handle that? In reality, though, uh, the movie ended up being really great. I want people to watch it, even though the distributor is screwing me on it. Uh. It's still important for people to see it. And um, people talk about, they talk about different things that, that, that can help with, with brain damage. They talk about uh, CBDs, they talk about stem cells, they talk about oxygen. I want to keep talking about it and, and fix it so it's a thing of the past, not only from CTE, but we're talking about it would help with dementia, yeah. right. you know, depression from different uh, areas and Alzheimer's. And it's something important that I don't want, I don't want to let the conversation drop. Yeah, and is there, is there something that, you know, as you said, you do things differently now than when you were 18. And I know that at one point, I don't know if it's still this way, uh, there was, you know, prescription drugs was a, a thing that a lot of wrestlers returned to because their bodies were in pain and you got to keep performing to, to, get, to get paid. Is there better ways now to manage that pain? Because you got to still keep performing. Well, um, I, I would say yes and no. I'm old school, and with my old school thinking, I find it kind of hard to believe to, to beat a prescription drug. I mean, no matter how much homeopathic alternatives there are and uh, different things I've tried, I think people take drugs because they do work. Um, ultimately. Um, that's something that has died off with, with the newer generations. The wrestlers now that are in WWE aren't, aren't your partiers, yeah. you know, that from my generation. Like they, they, and they can't be. The style has changed so much that you yeah. can't go out drinking till four in the morning and yeah. like because you have to be in shape to do all that stuff. And so uh, when, when the trainers prescribe medicine, uh, 
like like for instance, um, something that's not over the counter. The trainers have told me the new guys are they're, they're like disappointed. Like, oh, do I really have to take this? I'm affiliated with a pretty serious cancer charity, and sometimes people need chemotherapy or they need rituxin, and there's just specific drugs that you're not going to replicate. And one in, one influencer who's a, who's a house mom or a house dad who just lives a healthy lifestyle shouldn't really have a voice in that matter. No. And sometimes people need something that's a little bit more serious. I get things get abused and it gets under a, mic, a, a magnifying glass when we see it going a really bad direction. But the reality is, is I do agree with them to an extent. No, I yeah. do too. I get it, man. Look, and it's also, you also have to think about this way, right? You got to put food on the table uh, and that's your profession. You got to find a way to keep going. I mean, so I understand yeah. that you know, I, I'm, I'm, I, I sit at a computer a lot. I'm not dealing with this. So it's like, I don't know what it's like to, you know, do a frog splash off a top rope and then, and then you know, wreck your elbow, but still right. have to go do three more shows the next week. So it's it's gotta be, you know, I can't, just can't post myself. Yeah, and and that's not playing there. That's no. that's serious what you, yeah, what you yeah. guys are doing. Yeah. I saw Shane McMahon one time who I know, I saw him go off of a 35 foot cage onto a table and he walks into my gym the next day and he's literally hobbling yeah. and I said, oh my God, is it you nuts? He goes, no, it wasn't the fall, it was the sudden stop that did it. And I realized, I'm like, he ain't lying, he's dead serious. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. I got a question, as you've changed uh, over the, what's a, what's a night out now like with Rob Van, Down, Van Dam or what's a night out like 10, 15 years ago? Are they different or are they the same? Can you walk me through that? Be honest. Yeah. <laughs> Come on, baby. I think I was doing better 10 years ago, actually. Uh, you know, I, let's see, 2009, where was I? I guess I was, that was right before I went to Impact the first time. Um, you know, I, like, before I went to Impact the first time, I, I really didn't drink very much at all. I would drink, like, a, one beer at a Japanese restaurant once every six months. People at Impact drank a lot. I was going through a separation, divorce, and I, you know, I felt like I deserved to drink. And so like I allowed myself that. That's become um, a bigger part of my life. And uh, you know, um, and I, I enjoy drinking, but I can put I can put quite a few down, you know. Yeah. Rob, can you let people know where they can find you and uh, you know, where they can see you next? Yep, uh, follow me anywhere at The Real RVD. And um, I'm revamping my website, so hopefully I'll have uh, new stuff. I uh, have that updated because I'm launching a, a CBD line real okay. soon. Yes, sir, RVD nice. CBD. And um, so that's going to be something I'm going to put a lot of energy into. But I'm wrestling on Impact, and although Impact has been very difficult for the fans to find in the last few months on their televisions, that will no longer be the case because after Bound for Glory, which is October 20th, Impact will be on Access TV, and um, that will be a destination channel, it looks like, to watch all kinds of wrestling. Wow is on there, New Japan's on there. Although, I'm under the impression we can kick them off. And uh, I'm weighing that out. I might suggest that. But then, if we can make money off of them, that's not a bad position to be in either. Either way, Impact wins. Yeah. RVD wins. <laughs> We're winners, what'd you expect? Ben, thanks again. Thanks for coming. Right on, man. Thank, thanks thanks for your so time, much. Man. Thanks.